It's all change at Hutton this week. Well, you know that door at the back of the broom cupboard studio? Well, who found the key for it? As it turns out, the actual studio is through there. And we were all packed into the vestibule. <laughs> Norma says we all have to have a vestibule or we'll get the cold. Well, we've moved in now and taken full advantage of all this extra space and zero G. Some desks are on the floor, some are on the ceiling, and the apology officer's desk is right on top of one of the windows. There have been complaints, and Mia's desk has been declared a hazard to shipping. Wanker was at full stretch and floating around the studio like a manatee in an aquarium until he disappeared down the corridor, chatting something about trying to get good wood or something similar. I wasn't really listening. Norma's floating around like a womanatee in an aquarium while trying to make herself a zero-G cupper in the kitchen area. Velcro, use the Velcro. Oh, God. Uh, Amelia has secured all of her gownet just keepsakes on her desk apart from the one which has gnawed its way through the bungee cord and is trying to make a break for the door. Van Tielen's wired up all of the radio equipment connecting the grey wires to the um, other grey wires and has raised a bloodied and burnt thumb to signal he's ready for switch on. Here goes. I'm Harry Balzac, your tour guide in the new studio. Next to me is someone we call Lurpak, because she spreads so easily. It's Wilma Fingerdoo. Bloody toilet wall graffiti. I wish I hadn't written it now. My phone hasn't stopped ringing. I'm sorry. I was at a loose end. Yeah, well, I don't want to see your loose end. Way over on the far side of the room is someone who we call Smellin' of Troy, because their guff can repel a thousand ships from halfway across the Aegean. It's Mia Harkness. And within easy reach of me is a wonderful woman, who we all love dearly and hold in high esteem, and not just because she's threatened me with a frying pan. Just as well for you, order officer. On my other side is a man that has apparently been hiding in the back of that cupboard since I told him what I'd do to him if I caught him chatting to that girl from Wonders ever again. It's my so-called husband, Lou Snuckers. Hello, dear. I did miss you, you know. I just wish for once you'd miss me with that backhand. I am grateful, though, that I don't have Harry's nickname, which has been banned under the Geneva Convention. While I get this ever-so-fetching lump on the side of my head bandaged by Nurse Wyeth, can we please move rapidly onto the headlines? Why are pirate bases great? Because they are. A salutary tale to those who take missions with abandon. Cleaning up the streets. Be careful where you park. It's Nocti who's made long trip for nothing this week. Someone check that the rat signal is still working, please. Into every life, a little kin rain must fall. 
Aetrus 5060 dusts off his weapon. I'm back, but has anything changed in Hutton space while I've been away? From the heart of the bubble to the furthest reaches of the galaxy, news of community events. Spurred on, no doubt by Captain Flint, the buccaneer that inexplicably named himself after Long John Silver's parrot, Captain Beard, who sometimes goes by the alias of Arf, is building himself a full, proper pirate lair from the ship's wheel that gives him the comforting illusion that he's actually steering the ship in the direction that he wants, to the poster from his exercise class, Pilates of the Caribbean. No expense or trope has been spared from the comfort of his couch where he can stroke his pure white parrot, which has been taught to purr whilst disconcertingly asking for a cracker, he can watch the Mermaid Channel and dream of being tossed on the wild seas. Goldfish with fins glued to their backs and dentures wedged uncomfortably in their dainty little mouths swim uncomfortably below the transparent glass floor. Chests full of treasure, apparently all made at Song Military Enterprise, so stamped Made in China's, hang untidily in piles around the room, and a cutlass is placed carefully out of reach after the captain cut his finger trying to use it to open a letter. A ship in a bottle, bearing the mysterious label Panther Clipper, sits above an extensive rum collection. A wardrobe in the corner contains a shelf for wooden legs. It has a cute electric rotating gadget to make it easier to pick what colour eye patch he's going to wear today. And there's a drawer that, when opened, reveals a small pile of stick-on tattoos in a range of fetching colours. The fridge is adorned with magnets stolen from low-gravity stations, so somewhere there's a commander floating helplessly around, wondering why they didn't use suction or Velcro. The fridge decoration includes a piece of paper under a magnet, with a picture of a sailing ship drawn in crayon in a naive style, dominated by a stick, stick figure with what one can only hope is his sword in his hand, and the words Dastardly Dawn next to a heart that presumably came from a bull elephant given its size, all above the artist's signature, Arf, age 25. Another magnet holds a calendar with September the 19th circled, and as there always is on a fridge, there are magnetic letters used to spell out a word, but he's obviously run short of letter R's, because there are several upside-down letter J's and a couple of letter I's at right angles in the word. We think that Captain Beard has earned his little bit of pirate escapism, but he's going to be in real trouble if Alex Zuno finds out about this. Flossie's CG followers have been feeling a little abandoned recently. Not by the CG queen herself, heaven forfend, but because of a little-known flounce clause in their mission specifications. The galaxy's mission givers have been working together to try and stop the mission dilettantes, people doing the equivalent of making a booking at half a dozen restaurants then cancelling the other five when you sit down to eat. If you take a mission, you need to see it through, is the message that they're trying to get across. None of that. I'll take the passenger where they want to go just as long as they aren't too awkward, or 
If I'd realized that Hutton Orbital was so far away, I'd never have taken that delivery mission. Oh no, not anymore. The so-called flounce clause, cleverly written in white ink on white paper to make it harder to read, aims to make the consequence of abandoning a mission more serious by forcing you to abandon all of your missions, including community goals. Yes, you might have been spending days shooting people or gathering materials or schlepping passengers across the galaxy to earn yourself a decal. That could be pornographic in a certain light, or a Guardian performance booster, ditto, or just a stack of credits too high to see over. And that's great. But if you decide to take a side quest, sorry, mission, then realize you won't be able to complete it because your mam's called you in for tea. Or 0.14 light years is just so far. Or you forgot that you've only got two tons of cargo space spare, all of which are, of course, legitimate reasons for curtailing this mi- this minor mission and hit the abandon button, then be prepared for all the lights in your cockpit to flash, including those pretty festive ones you got strung up, obscuring part of your view that you just couldn't be bothered to take down. After all, it, it'll soon be Christmas again, won't it? all flashing at a rate that really should come with a warning for photosensitive pilots and accompanied by a recording of the apology officer saying awooga. Yes, um, just like that. And your screen carries the message, you really shouldn't have done that in a really rather threatening font and written in a colour that reminds you of a cross between several bodily fluids that you don't like to look at, even from a safe distance. Then it all goes deathly quiet and the only sound is that of uh, of your cargo door opening and all your cargo being ejected, where it, uh, it immediately explodes and all of the dashboard displays of progress you've made towards the community goal sink slowly but inexorably down to zero. Now, that all seems pretty low in the fairness scale, and we're pleased to pass on the news that after some deliberation and a stack of complaints that ironically is taller than the apology officer, the Pilots Federation have decided to take pity on those without the staying power to complete missions and will be allowing you to cross out the flounce clause when they issue special redacting pens with what they're calling Update 7. Until then, be careful if a character standing in a doorway offers you a reward for helping them retrieve a worthless trifle from the back of a cave on the other side of the galaxy. Not everything you rub in this life will turn out to be a magic lamp. The authorities have been getting tougher on crime, and the latest misdemeanor to have a harsher penalty is illegal parking. If you leave your SRV parked in the wrong place in a settlement, the chances are that when you return, you won't find a little plastic bag under the wipers with a note from one of those patrols that just love to scan you five times on the same street and whisper, HALT! in a tiny voice in the hopes that you won't hear them and that they've got an excuse to use the Class 5 genital compensator to blast you. Nope, you won't find something on the windscreen. You're more likely to find your windscreen on various buildings and crates close to where you'd parked, along with bits of engine, items from your glove box, and just one spinning wheel, spinning for lonely, as is the convention. 
This is the advice that Commander Wingnut757 would have appreciated the other day when he left his SRV in what he thought was a safe street in what looked like a deserted settlement. He was just minding his own business, quietly looting, being a picker-up of unconsidered trifles, when there was the faintest of electronic hums, a brief zap, followed by an all-too-brief lighting up of the sky as his SRV added to the entropy of the universe by rearranging its molecules over half the base. Luckily, Wingnut was inside the building so he didn't get instant sunburn, and it does mean that he didn't actually see the incident. But our money is on the new traffic warden scavengers that have become the bane of so many. Well, we can't call them pilots if they're on foot. Let's just say, if they're in the Empire, they're called Imperial Walkers. The flying wardens, which can easily be distinguished by the yellow band around the top and the look of inner sadism, have been known to hide around the corner just waiting for walkers to get out of sight before blowing up the transport. They do have the choice of calling for transport to take your SRV to the nearest compound, but they reckon that blowing them up involves much less paperwork. Thanks to Apex Taxis, Wingnut was able to fly back to his ship with no damage to anything but his self-confidence and his bank balance. But let this be a lesson to those of you who wish to leave your SRVs with one wheel in the curb or blocking the driveway out of the landing pad, that it always helps to keep a spare power cord in your pocket ready to keep the power on, just in case the scavengers are pleased to see you. There used to be a game that was played back on ancient earth amongst excitable people who had one of the old vehicles known as cars. You'd offer someone a lift and just as they were about to open the door, you'd move the car forward a few feet and wait for your future passenger to catch up at which point you'd move again. This would continue until either the driver would consider that they'd done it enough or the person on foot would shout, For God's sake, Harry, it's not funny! What's that got to do with the state of the galaxy in 3307? Well, Eros Maidlum appears to be trying to play the same game, but on a much, much bigger scale. He's been inviting people aboard his fleet carrier You'll remember we included his last voyage, the Mega Gin Ramble, in enormous coverage of community events, but this trip's so disorganised that we couldn't be bothered, frankly. It's named the FDM Isfahan, and it's cheekily disappearing before they turn up. Commander Ramforth, and after a record, for him, 445 jumps, Major General Noctavagus, were amongst those who turned up only to find that the fleet carrier had, to coin a phrase, buggered off and left them feeling slightly bemused in that sort of I'm sure this is where he said to meet him I've got it written down on a piece of paper somewhere don't tell me I wrote it down wrongly way it turned out that Commander Maglung's clock had gotten a little slow something about too much maple syrup with breakfast clogging the mechanism or some such nonsense and so he hadn't realised that he'd left people 3,500 light years behind we don't have an update yet on what's happening now, but we did see Nocti 3D printing a large sarcophagus and asking Eros if he was interested in getting into an Iron Maiden. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete.
Stand by for a message from Hexcom Actual. Uh, sir, this just came in. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like salvation is either lucky or not the nut job Aegis wants us to believe. Uh, Riley, fire up the transmitter. We gotta get this info over to Studio 5. Uh, oh, right, sir. Yeah, turn it on now. Yeah, okay. Was, yeah, I didn't already. Um, hang on. Uh, right, we'll be live in three, two, one, click. Okay, Hackswing. Looks like Salvation was right and the Cornsar system was attacked today. Both Chadwick Port and Edo Market are on fire. Oddly, there are no AX conflict zones so far. It's possible Tharg has switched tactics and is implementing more hit-and-run raids instead of sustained engagements. There are goids about non-human signal sources, though. Engage with them and let Tharg know we aren't going to take this lying down. Threats 3 and 4 will have groups of scouts. Threats 5 and higher will have interceptors, scouts, or a mix of both. We also need rescue pilots to help evacuate Chadwick Port and Edo Market. Pick up refugees from the passenger lounge and ferry them to the nearby rescue ships. Remember, the otter docking will be disabled, and the landings can get tricky with debris and explosions. It's also going to get hot in there, so heat sinks are very helpful. So let's get out there, show Tharg we're still ready for him, and get those civilians to safety. Keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mu- Wait, Riley, did you say click? Uh... Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. We've got a contender for Commander Deluvian's crown. Trying to be the person who manages to fly the farthest out into the black and return, but this time without the fuel rats. At least, that's the plan. Commander Enchantment is planning to take a fleet of ships to Ishum's Reach, then set off into the black and go as far as possible and then jump back. And he's doing this in a Type 9, Lacon's long distance space cow. He's got a little help along the way with fleet carrier assist, his main ship, the Endurance Border, plus three fuel carriers piloted by his very own clones, named Larry, Moe and Curly. It's not clear if those are the names of the ships, or the pilots, or both. We'll all arrive in Ishum's Reach, at which point Commander Enchantment will set off then use his presence and his clones to fly the fuel ships out to the necessary waypoints. We're hoping that he's all of the Alex, he's read all of the Alex Zuno's useful data at iniv.space forward slash harmony, or else he might need an extra jerry can or two. His lift, the fleet carrier Demunk Memorial, owned by Commander Crotch Roach, has set off and should arrive at Ishum's Reach sometime in October, at which point Enchantment will no doubt wave a cheery farewell before blasting off into the unknown, before returning moments later to pick up the directions which he left on the table. We'll let you know of any salacious, um, sorry, interesting developments. Scouts have reported sightings of that most elusive of creatures, the lesser spotted Kinrain, or to give it its correct name, Basicus Fantasticus. 
as it appears that this splendid animal can be found finally leaving its habitat and testing its wings after recovering from injury. After spending many months in his own cave, trapped by his own faulty wiring and the illnesses of others, this much-loved inspiration to us all made it to another cave, Nick Cave, as the location is known, where over the course of several hours, the mating calls of various Antipodean creatures mingled with the throaty rasp of Basicus and the alley bird until they were both transformed. They were both hoarse. Sorry, I'll get my coat. Good evening, truckers. HS5060 here, reporting with the latest on the Thargoids. I am back finally, after a long holiday, looking at space pumpkins in the far-flung corners of the galaxy. It would seem that those pesky Thargoids are back with this new bloke, Salvatore. No, wait, it's saliva. No, no, that's not right either. Salvation, that's his name or her name, or its name. We can't be gender exclusive here. It is 3307 after all. Anywho, Thargoids. Yes, you heard right. They're back indeed, with Salvation giving a warning the other day that they could strike in the Consar system, which of course the superpowers ignored, and lo and behold, Consar was attacked. It is, of course, a matter of urgency to rescue civilians and repel a bug's attack on the station. So time to dust off your rescue and act ships, truckers. And we all know what happens next after we fend off the Thargoids, which is to repair the damage with our trucker brethren, brethren in Operation Ida. Always that idea. Right. Um, this again. Now, let me see. How's that wanker change things? Colour-coded? Really? Who colour codes the BGS? Harry, can you pass me that shocking pink stack over there, please? Okay, that's influence. Uh, Norma, would you mind passing me that lovely green pile that almost matches your beautiful eyes? Preferably with your panning hand, so it's occupied. Thank you. So that's the states, right? Wilma, the purple, if you could. Really? Happiness? Who records happiness on purple paper? Especially when it's always going to be 25 sheets with the word happy on them. Norm, could you nudge the apology officer and ask for that dirty brown crumpled mess? No, not Rudolph. The papers. Ah, of course. The Colonia summary. Should have guessed. Right, just collate these and see what we get. Well, hmm, the BGS hasn't got much more exciting, has it? Only six systems outside the safe zone, and nowhere has a faction that's even close to troubling us. Barnard Star could do with a bit of a push. It's in investment and civil liberty, so there's profit to be made, and if you like annoying insurgents, you'll find that our good friends, the Tenth Fleet, are in an election. So if you could spread a little Barnard Star Alliance love around, that would be quite delightful. Apart from that, the only real news is that we're in expansion from LHS 340. I told Drew Peacock that this would happen if he went on holiday, but he wouldn't listen, so you're all free to visit for the next four days till he gets back. Data, missions, whatever you like. Teach the ugly old fart a lesson. Once we hit the weekend and know where we've expanded to, please get back to normal and knock those high systems back under 60% and it'll all be tickety-boo for when Juan returns. Now, excuse me while I put these surgical gloves on, I'm not touching that with my bare hands. 
Right, uh, Colonia. It says, mm, let me get my hanky translator glasses on. Everywhere. Work everywhere. It's all turning to mush and we need to work all of our systems. But mainly Tyr, which is full of elections that aren't us, so we're jealous. Please, get us an election in Tyr, like in the good old days. Good, that's it. I'll just pop this in the radiation-proof incinerator and hand you over to Norma while I get a shower. And now for news of community-led events. As usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. The passengers on the fleet carrier console must really like being away from home as it continues the extensive trip to all 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge and it's still going to be a long time before the next leap is the leap home. Commander Mephisto, who by now must be sporting a full beard, dictated this status update. The Comfy Cannon cruise covered only Waypoint 73 with its Ceruleum Chalice pods since the last report. As Konsu ran low on Tritium again, some time was spent surveying for overlapping hotspots. In the end, Commander G-Man 14 found two barely overlapping ones, but also on Galweb, a nice mining spot near Beagle Point for later. On Tuesday the 14th of September, Hutton mugs were filled with rare alcohol of choice. All are available on Konsu to celebrate the six months anniversary of the expedition. Merry toasting between passengers ensued. The cruise has already covered more than 318,000 light years in over 700 jumps, with around 227,000 light years and 500 jumps left. Konsu is currently en route to Waypoint 74, after that visiting Beagle Point and Oivasi. SG-Y D0- the, the farthest system from Sal reachable by fleet carrier before changing heading to explore the northeastern quadrant of the Milky Way. Commander Analog Kid brings us news from the Wild Wild West expedition who are trying to find just how black it is out there in the vast reaches of space has sent this message of hope. Venturing deeper into the black we explore above and below the galactic plane making deeper inroads into the west. Civilization is within arm's reach behind us, and whilst we can still hear its distant clamour, we press on, fearless but inquisitive, into the unknown. We embrace the challenge of the west. Now, we promise not to repeat this every week until the end of December, but just a quick reminder of the Canon Research Speed Scanning Challenge to scan the nine different life forms on Tua Tukane Sector AF-A D71-4 as fast as possible, with Captain Goodies as prizes. The competition closes at midnight on the 31st of December. Details and the all important rules are on the Canon website, canon.science. Expedition All the Clouds in the Sky departed from Keferagu on Tuesday, but it's not too late to catch up. Commander Deluvian, for those of you who are watching the recording and have skipped straight to this point just to hear, you can hear the, your names, I'll recap. He's the heroic pilot that didn't let being stranded for three months out in the black face him. He just sat quietly and that was when the fuel rats mounted their furthest and biggest rescue ever. Sends us this message. 
The primary objective is to visit all the galaxy's known nebulae and maybe even discover some new ones. We will also visit all the galaxy's extremes and other POIs on the way. The expedition's first major waypoint is Amundsen's star, from where we'll start to zigzag across the galaxy. It will be a very long journey and you may decide to leave us and rejoin later to attend to your own matters in the meanwhile. No strings attached. Expedition Command Vessel Drake Class LHL-31Z Zodiac is equipped with all the necessary services, including shipyard, so you can bring your own fleet with you. It is not compulsory, but would be absolutely awesome if you could bring your own mining vessel and contribute some tritium every now and then. The adventure is not exclusive to PC commanders, although this is our native platform, you can still use our command vessel as your base of operations. However, if there's any emergency on the way, we won't be able to help other platforms. Most expedition activities will be carried out based on Odyssey, but in an emergency we can always switch back to Horizons. We fly mostly in commanded Diluvian raised cruise private group to create a safe, a safe PVA environment. Send a request if you want to participate in group activities. You can stay in touch with us using our comms on Discord, hitch a ride and enjoy the beauty of our galaxy with us. Join us now or join us later, whenever our paths cross. We've had notification that LHL-31Z Zodiac arrived at Waypoint 1 via Gravitatis a few hours ago and they're going to first to everyone's favourite 45G world, KOI-17011. Then the crystalline sights and onwards to Amundsen's star. Lastly this week, another new expedition, and it's another one that's going to take all corners of the galaxy. Yes, we know the galaxy isn't square for goodness sake. It's just an expression. Get over it. And Commander Infernal Moose wants to tell you what to expect. The Great Galactic Circumnavigation Infernal Expedition is a carrier-based expedition which will visit the eastern, northern and western galactic extremes as well as many other spectacular sites along the way. The carrier has all services installed so commanders can bring as many ships and modules as they like and even reconfigure and engineer their ships along the way. The carrier will travel at about 5 to 10 kilolight years every day with the exception of the particularly scenic locations and the galactic extremes where we will stay longer. In addition to the camaraderie of the expedition crew sharing stories and pictures, we will also hold events such as SRV and ship races along the way. The beauty of these types of expedition is that commanders don't need to worry about constantly jumping to keep pace with the expedition if they don't want to. If you're docked in the carrier, you will be carried with the carrier to all expedition stops. Want to spend more time in a particular location taking pictures or miss your ride? Just self-destruct to respawn in the carrier. The expedition will stretch over almost 220,000 light years and 30 stops as we traverse the galaxy over the course of about a month. To avoid the need for any tritium mining, we will be refueled by two support carriers along the way. Commanders from all platforms are welcome. Fleet carriers are cross-platform and persistent across horizons and Odyssey, so all commanders, as we just said, are welcome to join us. 
The expedition is also listed on ADSM. D scan will soon be over. Will depart from Gebel, G E B E L, on Friday, 17th of September at 2000 UTC. Hope you can join us. And that's this week's summary of community led events. If you want yours to be featured, just email I took part at huddenorbital.com and we'll get in touch. And that was the news. Stay tuned for brand new Gownet News Digest, Flossie's extensive roundup of the CG News, and the Hutton Unlikely Sports Report. But first. Made it. The talky bits. The talky bit. Wow. Well done, everyone. Nobody fell off the edge of a cliff. Nobody fell off the edge of a It's absolutely seamless. And welcome back to a very unfamiliar face. How are you doing, Mr. Snockers? I'm very good, thank Otherwise you. Otherwise known as Deadbeat my... GF now. Now yeah. we finish doing news. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that was? I thought the drains had gone again. Mm, well, yeah. Were, yeah, well, who do you think's been making the drains smell like that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's not a coincidence. It's just, just cause and effect, you know. Well, it was nice to have you back doing that. That was very nice. Um, was it nice I, to be I'm, back? Do you, do you find that things had all been moved around in your in your drawers? I, I saw, it now, saw it now. That colour coding took me ages. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spotted Colonna easy yeah, enough. Yeah, we normally get Van Tien to do it, or he does it much faster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's not the same colour. Yes. <laughs> well, if, 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 he'd been, if he'd been with us this week and, and awake, I'd have asked him to pass me the grey one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I got followed it. by the grey one and then the grey one I and then get, the grey one. Yeah, yes, I did get a indeed. note from him here. He actually uh, finished work at uh, 8.14 after 14 hours <clears throat> exhibiting himself. So, they um, give him six, mm. 16 minutes to get on here. What's his problem? Yeah. It normally, it, there, was a, there was a time when he'd write the entire script in that much time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's Take, why it's much better now. <laughs> it, it, takes, it takes me all day. <laughs> you, can't tell, you can't tell, though, can you? <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah. uh, Frontier Livestream. Did anybody watch the Frontier Livestream on Tuesday? I know Chicks did, but unfortunately he's off so, uh, yeah. somewhere with Is good it? and wood. Isn't Chicks the only one that watches it? <laughs> <laughs> I watch tonight's. I don't watch Tuesdays, but I watch tonight's. Nope. Well, I think well, let's have a quick look. We ended up with um, some various various odd things going on. The Thargoids strike. There was um, I spotted mm-hmm. something or other. Um, Flossie spotted this. Uh, there's a little tweet went out from uh, from uh, an elite dangerous um, Twitter account saying we have a bad feeling about this. <clears throat> Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're they're doing the hand solo impression, but mm. was that before or after the strike happened? No, I, I don't know. I think it was, it was after. I think, but yeah, I think we're still well, that, waiting. That, yeah, I was going to say if it was after the actual Thargoid strike, then that's a bit kind of that's that's a sign oh, of yes. foreboding. That's yes. a, an ill portent. Now, things that, what you haven't seen at all. I think yes, because it was at five pm yeah. UK time today. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that was yeah. That's not good. 
That doesn't look good. Think, oh, yes, it's just another one of these things where a few Thargoes go out, you go and do a couple of stations and it'll all be done. Yawn, yawn, yawn. I don't think so. I might head back to Beagle Point. I haven't been there in a key night yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice be and quiet there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you get hyperdicted on the way. They're probably they're probably in the middle, somewhere between here and Beagle Point. Yeah. Lock the doors, nobody yes. gets out. <laughs> no, well, I think it's going to be but, very interesting. We need to keep our eyes open. I think this is definitely not, I think, a... Uh, Another one of those, uh, get the Thargoids out of the cupboard for a weekend, put them back again. Yeah. I think it seems like it won't be. No. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the pro- proper Thargoids that drag you into hyperspace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 the proper official black and white ones. Yes. yes. That's them, um, yes. yes. Oh, that, when you remember back in the original days of Elite, when that happened, you properly pooped your pants if you didn't have uh, a rocket launcher. Was it a rocket launcher? Torpedoes. And, and, and enough fuel to get back. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, stranded, be long, long stranded in hyperspace too far from a planet to jump to it. That no was, fuel rats um, in that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, well <laughs> if, even if they were, they can't. They can't, couldn't find you in hyperspace. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. So I think it's... Which, well, which they, space? Which space, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Well, the guys on today's stream were, were doing their bit. They were they were out kind of shooting up Thargoids. They were getting some... Uh, the Anti-Zeno Initiative were giving them some, some hints and tips and pointers... You know, and they were. I did see them at one point fighting with a uh, Medusa, um, and Zach was down to three percent hull and had to run away. Um, <laughs> so it was all very exciting. You know, I I don't fight Thargoids, so I never really see much of Thargoid fights, but it all looked very exciting. Yeah, I, I find it just too intimidating. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, well, that's that as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to chicks here obviously we've heard about update 7 being delayed uh um some sort of this community goal issue which was obviously a bit um disconcerting i imagine um, uh, it was quite disheartening for people who got caught with that hmm. yeah. but I, I don't know how many people but i haven't heard of anyone i i like draconian things like that though. Huh? <laughs> yeah I, I think i think losing your losing your cg as well as all your other missions is is a bit harsh, but mm. the idea of if you abandon one, you you abandon all the ones you've got left, excluding CGs, would be a quite a good deterrent. Because if, if you plan it, if you plan it properly, if you want to abandon one, you make sure that's the last one you. I was just thinking yeah. that exact thing. Yeah, no, but I suppose it depends on why you're having to abandon it. If it's a time, if you're running short of time, and so you've you've got all these missions here, or you've got one that's going to take you two hours in Super Cruise to get somewhere. And that's only going to give you 10,000 credits. Do you want to do that one or do you want to do the ones closer to you and let the other one time out? You know? Well, you'd, you'd, let that one, you'd let that one fail, which is a different thing to abandon. Oh, yes, of course, so, yes. Um, yeah. But, yes, it, also it teaches uh, forward planning, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be very useful, yes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, it's a little bit, little bit of real life coming in there. Yeah, elite, my day at work. <laughs> elite Dangerous teaching you real-life skills. Like forward plan. Yes, forward thing. planning, yeah, prioritizing, and you know, that's why make it's sure you the game. It's a stimulation. Yeah. I mean, simulation. <laughs> make sure you've done all your other work before you decide not to do that piece of work that you really don't want to do. That's procrastinating. That's yeah. not the same thing. Yeah, and and then when your boss comes and says you never did that thing, you go, what? Well, I thought these other things. Yeah, yeah. That's what the hunt help is for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Some 
other notes from the Tuesday thing that um, Chicks had left for us there. Apparently, um, Arf managed to mute himself for a long time and then found out how to unmute himself because he's teaching himself how to use all the streaming tools. Isn't that nice? Oh, there you are. And I bet Sally was gesturing at him. Mm-hmm. I bet a lot of people were gesturing at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sally was probably the friendliest gestures. <laughs> oh, I see. See, I've got a cannon flask and some nice goodies, and he said, said he was really pleased with it, and he'd been dying to tell the rest of the community crew, only for them to say, "Oh, we got ours months ago." <laughs> oh, bad. <half. laughs> and we'll, we'll skip over the next bit, which is about people who are going to remain legless for the moment. Yep. yep. Yes. Did, Hang was, on. Where's that? No. Where's no, that? no, well, well, no, no. no. No update on Odyssey coming to the console. Well, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> no news is no news. It's no one of my, news one is, of my yeah. favourite questions. You, you, you say, oh, we'll, we'll update you when we've got more news. And then every few days someone says, have you got any more news on this? Yeah. Have I updated you? Have, no. Have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't forgotten. We are working on this thing. It seems to, well, I mean, that is a process that seems to work is badger them. Daily until the you know until they come back to you or something. So it might work. You never know. I remember that one back when one of my IT support jobs. I was working for a very large UK retailer at one point. The um, if you had a, a disaster in the IT world, there was a, a protocol which meant you had to give a status update to your boss every fifteen minutes. Oh, jeez. Which took you about 12 and a half minutes to write. Yeah, you haven't actually get time. <laughs> yeah, you haven't actually get time to do the what then, have you? Yeah. So that's that's the same sort of thing, isn't it? You're just, if they're having to say no, 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 a lot, they haven't got time to go yeah. and get on with the stuff anyway. Yeah, but as we've had to be very careful in pointing out, the people who say no, 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 aren't the same people who are actually making it. So you know they're different people. Yes. But uh, yeah, oh, we'll see. We'll see. But you know, I mean, they've been working. Clearly, they've been working on update seven, which my understanding is will bring some um, quality of life updates for Odyssey and um, Horizons and we'll, we'll bring the same quality of update, quality of life updates right across all uh, consoles and PC. So, you know, there's something for everybody in there. I don't know if it's much, but they've obviously been working on that. So we'll see what comes after that. I think there's talk of an, an update eight, but we'll see what update eight brings, you know? Oh, oh, there's, there's definitely an update eight, which because yeah. a, a couple of a week or two ago, I remember I was watching that stream and... Arf had to carefully explain to the rather astute listeners who join in and shout at him that update eight comes after update seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, the problem is people were typing, so they couldn't use their fingers to count up as far as eight. Yeah. Most of them can count to 12 with their fingers. <laughs> <laughs> or 11. 11. How many? 11. <laughs> 11. <laughs> right. So anyway, what is this T6 Blueprints? How did I not know about this? Has somebody done deck plans for a, a T6? It looks like it. So this is... Uh, oh, Reddit's being really fast at the moment. That's really good. I can yes. see that. Huh? Oh, hang on. Sc- scale group. Oh, yeah. It looks it's quite nice. I need to get a look at this. <gasps> God, that's got a, they've got a few decks in it as well, haven't they? Mm. What I'm hoping that somebody would do um, a 3D model of this in something like Blender... Because then you can start picking it up in um, programs like HitFilm Express and actually then create your own 3D yeah. movie from it. I don't have the skills I mean, I to like, do that. I like it and everything, but I kind of suspect it might be more like three decks rather than, I think they've got like five. 
You know, when you look at the size of the, the cockpit and things like that. And it, did they ring you, up and, ask, like they ring you your... up and ask for measurements? You know, how much headroom do yeah. we need to leave? <laughs> well, yeah, but Elite elite seems to like to give you lots of headroom. And I don't know if it's because you're in zero G. Me, they seem to like you've to always give you... got lots of headroom. <laughs> I've always got lots of headroom, but I suspect, I mean, if All you right. look at the cockpit, that's one deck size. So I think that'll be one deck size for the whole ship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, a, a deck size yard, no. I'd exercise yard, yes. No, I think you'll get. Um, I think you'll get. I think it would be more. Like, I just think it would be more like three than five. But I think that's a fantastic thing to do. You know, I think they've done some mm. brilliant work there. Yeah, it's it's um, it's very good. I think it shows the realism of the of the the base model that Frontier have been working on. That yeah. you can start doing all this kind of thing. Yeah, and it's a Type Six. And yeah, and, and talking of things. Apparently, there were stellar screenshots, lots of people's pictures, but they had a teaser of the new megaship interiors. Oh, mm, I didn't know yes, that. yes. I did see one thing with, which had a lot of the out of focus background. I didn't see any more pictures than that. I presume there are loads of them, but uh, mm. I think that. Um, I think it's quite hard. I'm just going to wait till we see what the megaship interior is going to look like. I'm not, there's no point in speculating too much, is there? Because it'll be what it is. Yeah. And whatever it is, it'll be more more than we have now. I just wonder yes. what we can do in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th I think the idea is that if you're on a mega ship, you'll still be able to do some of the basic things you can do in a in a starport. No. Yeah, yeah. Like cash in but stuff, you know. It makes sense because mega ships really are portable starports, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. It, it just makes sense for the mega ships. Yeah, yeah. Happy with that. Yeah. Right. Have we got any more specific uh, elite? News to talk about before we move on to some some real life stuff. Lego Chieftain. I mean, uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, Chieftain Crusaders. I, is it a Chieftain or a Crusader? Um, I don't know. They're, 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 they're chunky. They're all a bit samey, aren't they? They look like they all <laughs> want to be a Type Six when they grow up, anyway. Um, yeah, that's because they're made from Lacon. Oh yes. No, yeah, you see. Just single mould, and they're all ship kits. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. No. Um, so yeah, there's somebody's somebody's done a Lego, a Lego chieftain or crusader or whatever it is. Um, they never mentioned the challenger, so I wonder if it's not a challenger. Definitely, or if they just forgot to mention it. But there you go. Uh, no picture of that one. We'll have to have a look. No, if I go, if I if you uh, Google Lego chieftain, of course, what you get is a whole load of tanks. Yeah, very possibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or possibly Indians. Mm. Very, very possibly, Indian. yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Baz yes. has been out and about by the looks of things. Yes, we saw a message from him that he and Ali had been out to a gig. So it, Good. Uh, Excellent. Mm. So that'll do his legs good and his ears no good whatsoever. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it's Nick Cave. It's not It's not Motorhead, is it? So no. uh, it's not going to harm his ears that badly. No. It's, and it's, it's definitely more singing than screaming. <laughs> and it's just brilliant to see Baz more out and about than he has been because obviously he's had the issues with his own mobility but then with all the sick buggers out there in the world surrounding yeah. him having to having to shield but it's just uh it's lovely that to see him out and about because he's one of our favorites if not our best favorite in the world your bestest favorite in the whole best way his favorite ever. yes best his favorite yeah. yes yes so yeah. Fantastic. Nice to see you out and about, Baz, and we want to see you at whatever, whenever we can all get together. It won't be complete without you. 
<laughs> Wherever that is. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, charity thing here. You remember I was uh, talking a few weeks ago about PSBF Ghost, you know, David Jackman. He's doing a 24-hour live stream. He's organising it in aid of the local hospice that uh, gave his wife during her last days. He, he wants to say thank you, and this is his way of doing it. Um, and, of course, mm -hmm. he's going to, during the long 24 hours, company will be appreciated, uh, except, say, if he, when he's going off to the toilet. But um, much as you'd like to see everyone, of course, donations are what it's all about, because it is about raising money, not just about watching him play stuff. Um, so, but he's had to move the date, Um because he he actually has to go to a family birthday. Um, oh. uh, so that's a good. At least that's a if good you're going to delay it, that's a good reason. No, to yes, delay it, it is. So it is. You know. So so it's now moving to. Oh, <laughs> I. Do you know the thing was? I actually have a picture of this. If you bear with me a second, I got a picture which I was going to put up, and then I completely forgot. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> excuse me. So talk talk about this. I was keep going, keep going. He's one job to do. Yeah, one I job. I know that's the one thing I was expecting to. Have this, um, yeah, the one thing you else. were expecting to do, yeah, yes, yeah, quite. But there you go. So, you what will we talk about in the meantime? So here we go, and, and the pictures up there. There we go. You, the people who are watching on Twitch, will see this. So, the PSBF Ghost 24 hour live stream is now starting October the 1st at 7 pm, and you'll be able to watch it on twitch.tv slash PBSF Ghost. Oh, now, oh, no, bugger, because I've got PSBF, it's PBSF, that's my typing. Yeah, and I got him yep, to check PBSF. that. And he didn't notice. Ha. <laughs> yes, PSBF ghosts. Yes, and I've checked that PSBF ghost is the correct URL because I've, I've clicked on it. So, yes. Yeah. Well, talking of charity, remember we've got um, Commander Shoreside Customs on uh, of Hotbox. Paul Jarrett Hayes um, has currently raised six hundred ninety nine pounds of his one thousand pound. So the highest bidder gets to chop off his ponytail, and that's going to head in any case. But if he reaches a thousand pounds, he'll also shave his whole head. So it's worth it for that alone, I think. You know, anyone got three hundred and one pound to spare? You don't even need the three hundred and one. Just the one will be a start, and we'll take mm. it from there. Yes. Do we? Yes. All all uh, all donations welcome. I think for that one. So he's got a just giving uh, page, which uh, I'm assuming that's going into chat now. It will be any second now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there we go. There we go. Okay. So that's that's good as well. Yes. And and again, he's uh, raising money for a hospice, um, mm -hmm. and they, they these places do wonderful work for people when they're at their lowest. Yeah. But not Absolutely. only for the the people who are not well and basically dying, but also families, a great support they will put out, and they are, yeah. they are wonderful yeah. places. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, do, we have, do we have much else to do? Anybody got anything else? Uh, just to mention that the Green Room is on the 30th. That's next week, isn't it? The week after next. week after next. The week after yeah. next, right, yes, cause, okay. Because that's the thing, because um, uh, that's what I forgot, because PSBF Ghost, PSBF Ghost, yes, will be... Um, coming on when with the group talk to us during the green room, which is say the day before he starts his long, long, long stream. Yay! We can, so, yes, we can it's, get it, on. It's because this is a, a week with a five Thursdays in it, and it's the oh, last okay. day of the month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the last day of the month as well. That's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, excellent. So there we go. So nursery on that, isn't it? 
Mm. Do you know who we haven't heard from in a wee while? We haven't heard from Amelia in a wee while. You still there? Oh, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Listening what to, would you call you know, if if we were talking about a mammal? Yeah. But not an edentate mammal. A dentate mammal. Yeah, not it's yeah, so not one of them either. Or an edentate, one, but, not, but not an <laughs> yeah. edentate mammal. But if it if it was a mammal, but not one of those kind of mammals. <laughs> an anteater. Uh, yeah, could no, be an anteater. An anteater. Something. Yeah. Oh, you're just embarrassing yeah. yourself now. <laughs> Begins with A, but has another A. What would you, what would that be? Uh, pangolin. <laughs> no, don't mention pangolins. No, no, don't say A no. pangolin begins with A. Yeah. It's A. It begins with A. A pangolin. You're toying with me now, aren't you? <laughs> of course I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a... Just say the word! Say the word! I'm back! I'm back! I'm back! Lou, over to you. Well, now we come to the part of the show that's my absolute favourite. In fact, it's the only bit that really tempted me back for this evening. It's time for Flossie with the in-depth analysis of everything that you ever wanted to know about community goals, but quite frankly, couldn't be asked to ask. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CGs ended in triumph for the Hastings Purple Dynamic Group, who won their battle against the Kilmore Council, ending at Tier 3 with nearly 42 billion credits earned. This means large-scale manufacture of onion head gamma strain can now commence and improve the quality of life for millions of people. Please. There are no new CGs this week, but there's a warning of stuff happening. Later this afternoon, Galnet confirmed there had been attacks by Thargoids in the Cornsar system, causing severe damage to two starports, Chadwick Port and Ito Market Station, resulting in over 10,000 casualties. Local reports state that Thargoid vessels have also appeared elsewhere throughout the system, placing millions more lives at risk. The system's ruler, Marshal Noah Sharrow, of the Allied Constitution Party, transmitted this message. This is a call to any pilots in the vicinity of Consar. We urgently need ships to defend our people from the Thargoids and to rescue civilians trapped within Chadwick Port and Ito Market. This is a grave emergency. And that's it for this week's CG News. told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Time to turn on my cockpit air conditioning and load up with those economy passenger cabins, I think. Nice drive in the countryside to pick up passengers, of course, will be all so grateful for getting off the burning station that they won't complain or ask for anything ridiculous on the way to the rescue ship, will they? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of asking for the ridiculous, it's quite frankly amazing that we've got a Gownet News Digest this week at all, after the riders that Beetlejude and Wotherspoon had in their contract for their segment. 
I mean, where the heck were we supposed to get purple hot mugs filled with peppermint flavour Centauri Mega Gin this time of night? Or lack of memory foam cushions? You know, the ones that will definitely forget about what you did to them. Still, we did manage to get Beetlejude's last requirement, that of an oiled servant dressed in a loincloth, slowly wafting a fan over her to keep her cool during her performance. I can't say that Wotherspoon's happy about that, but he looks very fetching in the outfit anyway. If you could hear Wotherspoon muttering as they bring you the Galnet News Digest. Digest, 16th of September, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Thargoid strike matches salvation prediction. Federal secession woes continue. The NMLA, one year on. Thargoid strike matches salvation prediction. The number of casualties in this morning's Thargoid strike against two starports in Kornsar is in excess of 10,000. Thargoid vessels have been identified as still present in the system in non-human signal sources, but there do not appear to be any anti-Zeno combat zones. The concern must be that if unchallenged, the Thargoid presence may increase. Local Governor Marshal Noah Sharrow of the Allied Kornsar Constitution Party who two days ago dismissed the prospect of a Thargoid attack as fanciful, today appealed for help eliminating the Thargoids and to rescue trapped civilians from the two attacked stations. Rescue vessels are stationed nearby. The correct prediction of this attack by salvation must be a source of frustration to Aegis, who were unable to devote any resource to predicting or combating Thargoid attacks. Aegis has confirmed that there is a Thargoid presence in the system. However, Salvation has not commented further. The accuracy of Salvation's prediction, giving the precise system to be attacked two days before the attack took place, may raise questions about what Salvation's relationship with the Thargoids is. He claims to be creating a new system to predict Thargoid attacks. But could he have some sort of inside information? Or could these Thargoid attacks even be a collaboration between Salvation and the Thargoids to bolster his credibility and discredit Aegis? Many questions remain unanswered. Federal secession woes continue. Seven more factions have left the Federation, but Vice President Archer says he doesn't care. The factions, which include the Unktok Free, the United Possonoi League and the Progressive Party of Ingegale, claim to have left the Federation because they are unhappy about the terms of the Domestic Counter-Terrorism Act, which allows the Proactive Detection Bureau to intercept and read all messages originating to, from or within federal territory. It probably helps the Vice President to feel relaxed about their departure from the Federation that none of the seven factions actually run any of the systems they have a presence in. Unktok, for example, is and has been run by an independent faction called the Quebecois Patriots for as long as anyone can remember, and so the Federation hasn't actually lost any territory or, more importantly, any tax revenue. 
and of course the factions won't have made any difference to the level of surveillance they're under. Communications outside the Federation are not covered by the Act anyway. While Holovid calls to Anti-Mildred back on Mars can and will still be intercepted, because the Anti-Mildred end of the call is still in the Federation, until Sol decides to leave, at which point Archer and Hudson really would be in trouble. With a total of 15 factions now having left the Federation, Vice President Winters, who has been campaigning against the Proactive Detection Bureau, is coming under fire for encouraging factions to declare independence, although in fact she has explicitly spoken out against secession. So the situation is a bit embarrassing all round, but it seems unlikely at this stage that Archer is under the level of political pressure that would force him actually to rethink. The NMLA, one year on. It's a year since the NMLA carried out their first attack. Tomorrow, 17th of September, marks the anniversary of the assassination of Prince Harold Duval, a man who might easily have been the Emperor. The Empire has been remembering those who died in the attacks and in later acts of violence perpetrated by the terrorists. It was on the morning of 10th September 3306 when reports came in that Mackenzie Relay in Princess Aisling Duval's home system of Semius had been attacked by Thargoids. These initial reports turned out to be mistaken, but the confusion was understandable. The starport had been attacked with a caustic enzyme payload using captured Thargoid weapons technology. Shortly after, two more starports, Sholkovsky Terminal in the Gabjalgis system, and Garrido Market in the LHS 4031 system were attacked in the same way. Four days later, a senior member of the Imperial family and father of Princess Ashling, Prince Harold Duval, was assassinated. The perpetrators soon made themselves known. The Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army, an offshoot of the fringe Imperial Marlinist movement which had been working quietly and ineffectually to restore the Republic of Achenar that declared its independence from the Federation 1,000 years ago, had decided that the only way to restore the Republic was through violence. Its stated aim of a representative system of government with elected senators and with the imperial family deposed was heretical to the establishment, although the Imperial Internal Security Service voiced its suspicions early on that someone senior in the Imperial hierarchy may have been backing the terrorists. It wasn't long before the Imperial Navy started blockading the Aquada, Betis Chana and Nahuatl systems, the systems with the largest numbers of Marlinist sympathisers. These lockdowns increased civil unrest. After a number of arguably insensitive military interventions by the Imperial Navy, where Marlinists in general, rather than the NMLA terrorists, were targeted, a wave of Marlinist refugees arrived in the federal border states. Marlinism had left the Empire. The intervention of the Sirius Corporation averted a humanitarian disaster, and the Marlinist refugees were given colony systems to inhabit, the same systems they remain in now. It was in November that the NMLA first struck a target outside the Empire. Kepler Orbital in Atropos was attacked to kill nine of their own NMLA members held there that the Federation had identified among the refugees and that were due to be deported to the Empire for interrogation. But they struck again in a far bigger way in March 3307 when they attacked three Imperial, three Federal two Alliance and one independent starport, 
as revenge against their own killing of what they called the Nine Martyrs of Kepler Orbital. The Nine Martyr bombings were carried out by an NMLA member known as Theta-7, who had escaped from an alleged Imperial Detention and Interrogation Facility six weeks earlier. In the wake of these nine bombings, the Affiliated Counter-Terrorism Unit, ACT, was created to track down and eliminate the NMLA. After the arrest of the Landgrave of Madrid and the defeat of those in the Marlinist colonies purporting to be their political wing, the NMLA seems to have lost much of its power. On the anniversary of the first bombings, the Federal Alliance and Marlinist governments committed to supporting ACT in its mission to eliminate the remnants of the NMLA. The NMLA is clearly much diminished, but until Theta-7 has been captured or killed, it remains a very real danger to the people of the galaxy. The story of the NMLA isn't finished quite yet. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon, for that nice outfit. But I think next time, better to use baby oil, not axle grease. Just a thought. And over now to someone who, of course, doesn't resemble a greasy spot in most headlights, is the Apology Officer, with the sports results. Welcome to this week's Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with an extra third-party resource under the pilot's chair. In case there isn't space in the first third-party resource for all of your stats, you have a second third-party resource, so you can move some stats from the first to the second third-party resource. Uh, in anticipation of uh, Update 7, we have the following events. The 20 extra cockpits for your cockpit special, the no extra ship interiors for your ship interior sad face trophy. The 50 extra turrets for every ground-based challenge cup. The 500 extra commandos on every dropship sprint. The 10,000 extra explosions in every burning station docking bay pro-arm tournament. And the one extra Raxla for every player, but you have to find it yourself challenge. So... Extra points all round, extra money every time you go round, you get to Mornington Crescent, and extra rules, if I can think of any. The classified results are... Lydia of the Void, 125. Comet Bomb, 68. Christopher Hankey, 31. Taking Mr B, 23. The Berk, 174.5. Bograt, 154. Alex Zuno, 5000s. R. Soak, 91. Karamba, 130. Protomaniac, 79. Mega Boomtastic, 688. Selmac III, 205. Montrose, 2. Erdrionians, 
3. Patrick Thistle, 1. Stenhouse Muir, 3. Colonia Colons, 1. Tear Terriers, 2. Beagle Point Beagles, 2. Isham's Reach Arounds, 2. And a decal there for the Berk. Please email itookpath at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of three big stick-on transfers and enough extra stick-on transfers for all of your ships. There have been no Hutton runs this week. Looks like no one could be bothered, including the guys from last week. That means Commander Hardy's record of 1 hour, 22 minutes and 20 seconds is safe for another week. And it also means we have no fresh milk. Not to worry, we still have the dog's milk. Nothing wrong with dog's milk. Well, it's still inside the dog, but, you know. Anyway, are you circling Hutton Orbital hoping an extra landing pad will appear? Have you gone the extra mile only to discover it's identical to the mile before? Do you have some extra time in your hands? Well, you could be one of those special someones who gets a mention in next week's Hutton Sports Report. How you ask? Well, here's how. Just go to hot.fathermug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before nipping out to do a wee bit extra for the cause. Let's face it, anything has to be better than not having extra everything. Well, that's it for this week. Back to the studio. Thank you, Mia. Of course, Commander the Book also won a decal back in March this year, but still hasn't claimed it. So if oh, you he's know one that of them, commander, is he? Yes, if you know that yeah. commander, please give him a nudge. Now, we're sorry, we don't have a go on at Rares Digest this week. Uh, it's something to do with being able to find an insurance broker that will deal with the things that Amelia has to ingest, rub on, sit in, run from or hide under. Normal service will be resumed as soon as possible. We just need to find a better thesaurus so we can... Use long words that mean dangerous without actually a saying it. A better what? A better what? Thesaurus. A thesaurus. Yeah. Thesaurus. A thesaurus. Thesaurus. A thesaurus. Yeah. It was a Greek guy. He sailed across the Aegean. <laughs> thesaurus. <laughs> a thesaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Thesaurus. Yeah, thesaurus. Yeah. I'm going to call it a thesaurus tomorrow and see how many people hit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there'll be lots. They'll just be looking for an excuse, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So that's that's us for another week, then. It looks yeah. that way, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm scrolling down. It's just blank pages now. Yeah, it's just all white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unless, unless it's white on white. Well, I was going to yeah. say, it might be white on white. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least our blank pages to, are blank. You can use Tipex to take that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got the terms and conditions in that uh, on those missions. It's written yeah. in, you know, aerial point, aerial one point, and white text on white background. Yeah, <laughs> transparent. Yes, which is yeah. all, all well and good until you switch to a plain text viewer. Um, yeah, yeah. Damn you! There's a, there's a man who knows too much <laughs> about computers. I'm trying my uh, ultraviolet torch. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> lemon yeah. juice. Apparently, you you put lemon juice on it. But half a bottle that, should do. That wasn't lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> but I put some on my snow. Yeah, I've been eating that. <laughs> it's a bit, bit like the uh, geezer beer, which we, we managed to do green snow with a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yes. It's oh. Was, yeah, oh, that's made me feel a little queasy mm. now. 
Okay, so have we missed anything? Well, I, I want to say thank Speaking you. Speaking of queasy, yes. Chicks is back next week, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, for, Lou, for, for stepping in whatever it is that Chicks left behind. <laughs> I, I wiped it up with the Van Sien's jacket. No, oh, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> that's all right, you, you won't be able to tell this. Listen to that laugh. Yes. Listen to that laugh. That just... <laughs> She's got an evil streak. Yeah, she certainly has. has. Yeah. <laughs> that's, only, that's, only one, that's only one giggle off of a muhahaha. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. Stop that. That's enough of that. Put it, come on, you've had enough. Stop it. Stop it. No, no. I can't. No. Oh. The, lemon, well, the lemon juice is definitely empty now. I think Longway's got back from the pub and he's tickling her. <laughs> no, he hasn't got out tonight. <laughs> I've had he what? <laughs> but Derek, Derek's got, gone for an Indian with his mates, so I'll be in tonight. No. Oh. I'll give him our, our best, please. Yes. yes, please do. I will do. Well, give give you the the best. Okay. Yes, and all that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had to scan that one for double entendres. He's got his Oculus headset at the moment. I'm sure. I'm sure he, I'm no sure he replied, "That's doing. not good enough." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you could just sneak up. You could just sneak up behind him and prod him, and he'd jump like a mile. He might, he might have a heart attack enough. Maybe don't. No, no, obviously no, not. No, obviously, this is not related to any person or persons who've been mentioned recently. But I was watching a comedian a while ago, and he said that you could say that virtuality never really took off for pornography, did it? Because you could never be really sure you were alone. <laughs> I, yes. I, have, I have seen yes, that. Yes, I have seen that clip. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was that an Irish gentleman? I could, it could was. very well. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Oh. Well, thanks to the crew for everything. We've uh, had some um, last minute issues as usual. That's because it's a Thursday. And the, the universe yeah. waits yeah. for Thursday to do this, but everybody stayed in. Amelia's internet stayed up. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you managed to keep it up. Well done. Yes. Well yeah. done, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, that was that was fun, everyone. Should we do it yes. again next week? Uh, do we have to? Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see no worry, then. See if we've got our strength back by next week. You don't, this is not this is not up for discussion. This is mandatory. Okay. No, we okay. do it next week. <laughs> we, we do, do it, it next week. week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and why do we do it? And then let's not let's not warn nobody. Warn Deb Meat what he's got to do. All right. So, because uh, um, Chicks isn't here to tell him, but. Okay, <laughs> Amelia, what is it? The, why is it we do this? Follow oh, my No journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading up the teenagers to the brim with grace. Follow the map, follow the map. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow the map, follow the map. Now everybody sing the hot and drunker song. Seems to 
crash into the sun. Swivel X the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells. Follow back, follow back. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow back, follow back. Now everybody sing the Hut and Trucker song. Follow back. gentlemen that's the end of the show everybody's buggered off now so why don't you bugger off too commanders from all platforms fleet carriers are cross-platform and 